Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woken Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 163rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing another special Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Happiness. Before we dive deep, though, it's your favorite time of the day. Tasha's monologue, because when do I not enjoy just speaking to myself? That's all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Pray for me. (laughs) So first and foremost, if you have gone to WokenFree.com to not only listen to this episode, but you've actually downloaded it, yay, you're amazing. Because by downloading it through the Podbean app, that's how you join the conversation because that is how you can add in your comments. You can't do that unless you do that process. So please, please, please make sure you do that. Now, if you're like, Tosh, Khalil, we love you. You're awesome. Right back at you, booze. However, you may not be able to download the Podbean app at this time. If that's the case, a little bit of tears, but it's okay. All that we ask is that you are following and subscribed and liking and hearting the show wherever you're catching it on. So for instance, if you catch Woken Free on iTunes or TuneIn or Stitcher or Google Play or through our YouTube channel or our SoundCloud or iHeartRadio or Spotify, we're on like 30 plus platforms. So just pick your platform or platforms of choice and make sure you've subscribed and you're following and you're liking and, and giving the love where you where you catch the show at. Now, when it comes to sharing, sharing is caring, absent COVID-19, racism, bigotry, sexism, a lot of those isms, guys. It's really, it's rough stuff, man. But you know what is not bad to share? Woken free. Share, share, share. Share that with your friends and family. Why? Because when we like things, we share them with our loved ones. So make sure you're sharing the show with the people that matter most to you. Now, when it comes to social media, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Woohoo! And Pinterest at Woken Free. And if you are missing out on our TikToks, guys, it's a lot of time and attention that goes to those. Please, please, please make sure you check those out. You can find the link to all of our social media platforms here in the episode at WokenFree.com. And now, of course, if you have 90 seconds, yes, 90 seconds, what can you do? You've heard me say it. If you've listened to the show, you can make rice in the microwave, which is amazing. I'm, I don't know if I'll ever get over that uh, <laughs> uh, fun fact <laughs> because I pretty much eat rice every week. So it's uh, it's a pretty amazing phenomenon for me. But <laughs> in addition, you have 90 seconds, which listen, we all have 90 seconds. We're home. It's COVID. It's crazy. <laughs> Make sure that you review the show on the platforms that you can and where you're catching the show. So for instance, we've gotten a lot of love on iTunes, five-star reviews. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, again, you can review the show wherever you're catching the show. So if you go to WokenFree.com and you go on the listen tab, you can see some of the places where you can catch the show at. So make sure you review, review, review away. See you end. 21 questions about happiness. Question one, how would you define happiness? So glad you asked. I would say it's an individualistic equation, similar to other types of uh, concepts like success or love. And it would be defined and decided by that person themselves. So for me, my happiness equation includes the following. Content creation and consumption plus positive reinforcement plus emotional stimulation and support, plus delicious food and drinks, plus humor, plus media consumption and creation, like film and television, as opposed to like social media content or other types of content creation, plus spontaneity, plus good and real people in your life. And I'm probably missing some other things, but that's the equation that comes to mind for now. All right, so this is a personal equation then. I think, yeah, I think happiness is a personal equation defined and decided by every single person on the planet. All right, so that's a summary of what you feel happiness is. For, that makes me happy, yeah. yeah. To me, happiness for everyone is feeling contentment and thankfulness for moments at a time. Mm. And I think you can generally be happy or only happy occasionally, but either way, that's like happiness. I don't think it's mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a long-standing thing to be honest. Oh, you, f- you think it's fleeting. 
Yeah, but I think also regret is fleeting too, and all other types of mm-hmm. happiness is just a form of emotion. So I don't think it's so temporary that's but repeatable. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would think so. Otherwise, okay. you can't consider yourself to be happy if you only do it one time in your life. Gotcha. That's really sad and funny <laughs> at the same time. Actually, yeah. So that's interesting. Like I tried it once and I never did it again. I tried it once. What are we talking about? Math, like. <laughs> <laughs> It was an interesting oh experience. God. Yeah, so was Molly. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Question number two. Is it possible to be happy every day? I think yes, as long as you seek out the good things in your life. It's easy to see the negative things in our life because our bodies react very... Distinctively. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have large physical reactions to kind of harmful stimulus that's... Mm-hmm that we're exposed to every day and there's a lot of things that can harm us. So I think that makes it easy to be like sad in moments. So Mm. you just got to make sure that you look for the good in your life. You got to kind of think beyond the immediate stuff that's happening. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of things that cause pain and that it's not to me. Well, I mean, some people's pain causes happiness, so that might work for them too. They could work in their favor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes pain can work in your favor. Well, Megan Stallion for happiness. Megan the Stallion said it best in WAP. So, oh, I don't know what she said. Uh, so, all she right. likes pain, so yes. So, I'm assuming that's right. a part of her happiness equation. Sometimes, yeah, I don't know what that means. Yes, okay. you do. No, I have no clue. Like, I'm in the dark. <laughs> well, maybe on this not one. for Megan, but <laughs> you were referring to it earlier. So, yes, you have some uh, idea. Okay. Okay, sir. <laughs> yeah, this okay. is. I'm drawing a good blank, but all right. Yeah, I bet you are. So, is it possible to be happy every day? I would say yes, but it takes work. I think that people have to create, and I, I speak from my my own experience as well as you know, outside of this coaching and helping other people with their own levels of happiness and creating a happiness regimen for themselves. The same way you can have a regimen for your confidence and the regimen of wellness and things like that. You need to have a happiness regimen which includes whatever your equation is, whatever your set parameters that you need to make you happy. And you would have to work to that and commit to that every single day. So as long as you commit to yourself and your own happiness, yes. And if you don't, then you will not be happy every day. That's a good point. Question (laughs) three, do you believe most people are happy? Uh, Heck no. Otherwise, why would so many people act out against each other? Why would we have vitriol hatred and discrimination and murder and rape and and sodomy and bestiality it we can't i i it's just to me it doesn't seem possible other otherwise then if it is then people are truly sick. that's not a, i mean you're judging by that <laughs> but you're i mean we're talking about most people like you're talking about fringe cases not everybody's engaging in all those acts you just mentioned <laughs> it's very fringe cases if you think about it in the percentage We'd less have to look at the like less people more people probably have covid than have done those activities you're talking about i would hope so but i don't know <laughs> it's I like come on yeah you're talking about fringe but cases what I'm saying, across I mean, the platform of life for me what i've experienced i do not believe most people are happy i think most people are existing and trying to get to a point of like beyond just mere existence which to me is sad and yeah people are surviving right yeah especially now in this global pandemic all right yeah i actually agree with you i i think most people are not but for different reasons i'm not looking at those rare events that news likes to bring up in media yeah, media likes to bring up some of these rare Rape things. Rape is happening like every minute or something. How many millions of or billions of people are on the planet? Like, let's. I mean, but we can't. We can't. You know, play that down though. But no, we can't play it down. down. No, I mean that. You know, occurrences happen. But remember, like I said, I I didn't say happiness was something that's everlasting. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a fleeting occurrence. So mm-hmm. what? I mean, I think. Part of the problem is that people are, are reactive to their current situation and not the possibilities. Because I think mm-hmm. if you just if you just react to what you're currently in, then it's easy to not ever be happy. But if you kind of think of just like what's possible, that's mm-hmm. what can bring you sort of joy. Even if you're in your your you know, your most down point in life, you just got to think about the possibilities. Because like you said, anything is possible. A hundred percent. Yeah. Question four, is happiness only an inside job? Yeah, I think definitely. I think you control your reality and you decide what is real and what is fiction. So you can't rely on 
anybody else to decide that you should be happy in this moment at time. I, I agree, but I also want to say the following. So, oh. yes, I think that happiness is an inside job only. But I do think it's important to design a life for yourself where external factors like other people, like your job, like circumstances, family, friends, toxic people, whatever external factors are around you are not making it a harder job for you to internally do your job. Because if you, you yourself could try to be as happy as possible, but if you're literally in a viper's nest, it's challenging to be happy if you're constantly being inundated with toxicity or attacks, right? So I, yes, it's an inside job, but you also have to design your life in a way where it becomes easy for you to do your inside job. All right. That's a fair point. Question five. What is the most surprising thing you have learned about happiness? How much of a lonely experience it is. And I say that because the journey of life is very much you, yourself, and I, right? And you have to sit with yourself and design your life. And you have to, and you don't really understand yourself until you're like knee deep in your life. I don't think you start to really start to think about deeper questions of like who you are and what you want out of life until you're probably in your 20s. And like so much has already happened and not necessarily in this grand scale or scheme of things. But generally, you've already decided if you've gone to college, what school you're at, what what type of people you're already been having entanglements with. So there's things that have been happening. And you're also on this like self discovery journey. And so it just it's to me, it just seems a little I, I, I thought growing up, maybe that happiness was definitely something that like, not would be a group activity, but maybe something that would be prompted by other things or other people in in your circle but yeah it's very much like a you yourself i and it's kind of a lonely pilgrimage pilgrim i can't say the word right now pilgrimage yes there you go thank you and uh so that to me has been the most surprising piece of it but how about you yeah i agree when i was a youngster i didn't really know that (laughs) this was something that was for you to actually make come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something that you gained from others, to be honest. I thought other people helped you become happy. Yeah. And kind of like your accomplishments with yeah. help from others, that kind of, that that made you happy. I didn't realize that you can be happy with whatever you have. It's just really up to you. You can decide, up. Oh, I have that, and... I'm glad for that. You can be thankful for anything, right? So 100%. being thankful is another form of bringing happiness to yourself. Oh, so God, yeah. just be thankful for anything you have, any of the privileges, like we talked about in past episodes, you need to be like thankful for that stuff that can also bring you happiness. So I didn't know any of that. I thought it was yeah. very like, I, I thought on the superficial level of what it is to be happy. Cause I didn't, I mean, I didn't know any better. I think we're going to have to have a 21 questions about gratitude and uh, oh, you're a hundred percent correct. I think for me, whenever I'm like in a bad mental state, I immediately go to thanking the universe like over and over and over again, repeatedly in my mind. And I instantly get a feeling of like calmness and, and kind of realignment of like, even if you're having a bad moment, even if it seems challenging, whatever you're dealing with that, like you're alive. That in and of itself is a blessing. And that means that you can change whatever obstacle you're facing and and you can keep moving forward. So yeah, gratitude. That's a great point. Question number six, are you currently happy? Yeah. But like I said before, it's not Mm -hmm. like an eternal and everlasting happiness. (laughs) I just go by the net happiness. And I Mm. think the net in my life is I'm mostly happy like I'll have ups and downs, like oh, you know, what I thought was going to happen didn't happen, but mm-hmm. doesn't matter because life still goes on and it'll it'll happen when it needs to happen. So you talking about getting lucky? <laughs> getting lucky? I mean, I don't know what getting. Oh, in terms of like hitting the lotto, I don't play the lotto, yeah, so yeah, that's I can't be very happy right about now. it. I mean, all I do is look into the love of my life, her eyes. That's that brings me happiness as well. So oh, that's what I love. You're full that's of what I I love about my life. I can just look into my wife's eyes and just be in love. <laughs> 
You think about somebody else? You don't hear how excited I am? No, you I sound like you, you want to vomit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're like a, someone who has a gun to the back of your head, and you're like, I love her very much. She's an excellent oh, person. Somebody's making me speak yeah, this way. It's like, not natural. You're about to be like, shocked or something. Uh, I feel like it's, well, it's when I get in my happy zenness moment, this is what happens. It's You're a, a disturbing person. It's, a, it's, it's well, I don't know if you've experienced it. It's kind of like a monk-like experience where you're just not on a, the same level Too as much most people last here. Avatar watching for you. <laughs> last Avatar. <laughs> That'd be a good movie. I'd watch that one. <laughs> That's an interesting one because I don't know if it's an Airbender or if it's these blue creatures running around in forests trying to save the trees. We'll go with the latter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I would say I also would agree to yes, uh, mostly happy indeed, I would say but it's it's definitely again, it's a me myself I journey that I have to work on every single day like anyone else. And having yeah, loved ones and things that you love and things that you love to do in your daily life definitely make it much easier to be happy. But I agree there are moments in your life that you're going to get stressed or you're going to get frustrated or you're going to feel neglected or fresh you know just like not you i i do agree with you i think it might be challenging to be happy 24 hours a day i think that you know maybe you know maybe in a good day maybe what seven hours like <laughs> oh i would say 32 but there's only just, 24 in the day i know so but how some, many so how many hours are you currently some happy? people access celestial hours so it's different so like, you're not going to take this serious at all I'm well. You're talking about hours of happiness. So I, I pull from the universe happy, uh, on Earth. On Earth. Oh, Earth not one. All right. So not in the universe because nope, in the universe Earth. you can pull in We're more hours of happiness. Earth, so how many hours on this Earth? Well, on Earth, how many hours? Well, you, I mean, well, like mass? I said, it just has to be. It's it's, it's got to be a. It's kind of like you gotta have a passing score, so you gotta have more than sixty percent of of the okay. twenty four hours. Oh, so, wow. so as long as you have more than twelve more, hours. More oh than 12 wow! Hours. So yeah, if you have less than. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, wow, if you have less than twelve hours, then I think I mean that then it's so it's, it's up not for a debate. Happy day for you if you have less than it's up for hours. debate. Yeah, I think oh, it's up for debate. Wow, if you really well, like, you know what the problem is though. Think with twelve hours. No, but you got to think wow. about it. You got to think about it as you're actually awake too. So it's oh, not it's wow, not technically yeah. twenty four hours. I mean, you lose. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Most people lose at least six hours of sleep. Let's. I mean, whatever whoever you are, six yeah. hours of the day is gone probably. All right, so, so we're really at like 18. So then you're saying it has to be like nine plus hours of happiness. Yeah, if you get nine hours, let's say around nine, then you you were happy for the day. Yeah, that makes sense to me, yeah. But if you have less than that, I don't think... Because it's like if you have one happy moment and everything else was negative, I don't mm-hmm. think that was a happy time. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Question seven, what makes you happy? Oh, we don't have enough hours in the day for me to That's good to, to hear. List everything that makes me happy that's good to hear yeah but i would say it comes down to the following categories specifically emotional support and uh, empowerment and stimulation uh, because i am an emotional creature and uh, i would also say exciting interesting and engaging media content so film television uh, athletic stuff Uh, also i would say like social media content things like that Creating content itself. Hello, TikTok. Hello, Instagram. Hello, Facebook. Hello, Twitter. All of that good jazz. LinkedIn. And consuming content. Uh, but it also needs to be positive, empowering, intriguing, funny, interesting, seductive, things like that. And then also living a life that I'm proud of. I forever uh, remember this kind of phrase that was said, which is, we are our wildest uh, like hopes and dreams of our ancestors. So just like really always feeling like I wake up and I'm making my ancestors proud in my silliness, in my creativity, in my intellect, in my accomplishments, in my positive contribution to the world. Those things make me happy. And then also maintaining high morals and being the representation that I want to see in this world. I think a lot of us I'm really trying to break and change my judgment path, but for many, many years, uh, you know, I've, I've been a person who's been on a high horse and, oh, people should do, da, da, da. but it's like, instead of going outward and focusing what other people should do, what should I be doing? What do I want to do so that I can be that representation and I don't have to shame and or judge and or chastise anyone else, but just be that person. And then that person can learn through my actions, through my words, through the person I am, and then maybe change if, if they need to make the changes they need. 
Well, I mean, that's, the last one's a lot to live up to. I, I can never have that kind of thing bring me happiness, but it, it it's does, nice to yeah. hear that somebody has that because I can't somebody. do that. <laughs> yeah, because that's, it's, it's not even, it's not in my vocabulary, but, but morality I like hearing is a big it. part of being a Virgo and stuff, you know, yeah. like, so that's just like ingrained in who I am. Yeah, morality. Yeah, I mean, morality doesn't make me happy. I don't, I mean, that's really? a, that's a separate conversation like, being to me. a good moral person, like not, that Being seems a person who's like, like overindulgent because <laughs> you know it's got like it's like so if you saw like a let's say not a bank robbery but mm-hmm. it's this happened one time there was some sort of like uh like a transport for a ton of cash from some institution yeah and the money spilled out over highways and then there was people that got out of their cars and picked up the cash oh, yeah, no. so you would love it if you just kept driving kind of thing and 100%. you just reported that the cash yeah, fell out of the car report that yeah <laughs> see but for again, me I'm not i wouldn't care i haven't am i have i always been moral every element of my life no i've, I've made bad decisions and i've done bad things like but yeah, i would I say at this that. stage in my well, that's, life that's cool to be yeah. happy from it though that, that it oh, actually yeah. makes my you happy as a kid it always to say used that to i did the right happy. thing that i believe in and you know that makes me happy. oh yeah like when people used to come at snitches and that stuff and i'd be like do not i'm happy to snitch <laughs> because you should do the right thing you if you see something say something if you like be in you're the, like snitches make good neighborhoods yeah like a hundred percent a hundred percent like that's we, actually the if phrase we make good choices then there's nothing to have a problem with right it's only people only get mad at snitches because you're doing something bad or immoral so yeah. well i mean that Snitches could be a whole episode. But we could definitely do a <laughs> like whole episode on snitches. That's a yeah. That word in and of itself. I mean, the word is, is not, so degrading. It's too. not expl- It doesn't take into account everything. Like, how is everything. it different from whistleblowers? And it's, it's just it's very it's kind of like over. You don't like it, but it's oversimplifying a complicated situation. Mm-hmm. Just to call somebody a snitch, it's not. It's like, more there's more that, to it than that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it than that. But for me, happiness is 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 pretty much. I guess it sort of comes down to physical things, so I'll go through them. It's, no surprise there. Yeah, it's it's by mistake, but it's you know it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is learning about more perspectives of current and past events. So I love learning like the true history compared to the taught history that I've been taught over all these years. That to me makes me happy knowing mm-hmm. that there's different views of what happened because. Technically, all the views—they probably—they could be fake. They could be made up. But at least I, I just like seeing that there's different views. I didn't even know there was different views. <laughs> like growing up, I thought there was only one view. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of like this was permanent. And this is what it was. Yeah. There's no other this altering thing. Standard, yeah. Like yeah, when I learned stuff, I said, "Oh, all right, that it you is what it is." Right? Value, yeah. It's not like there's no debating this. This isn't up for debate. This is mm-hmm. facts, right? But no, that's yeah, that's not really the facts. And the second thing is learning more and being or becoming closer to my beloved one and only. I like that. Learning more about me. You're talking about my. You're talking about <laughs> my, my changes and my evolution. <laughs> no, not everything that it. I I love learning that because that's again more information that I didn't know to of. use against me. <laughs> you can just you can interpret how you want, but I interpret it in the language of love. Yeah, you I know. use the language of love when I you're interpret lucky. that. You're <laughs> lucky. I meditated for today, so uh, I'm okay. going to let you continue. All right, thank you. I only have a couple more to go, Excellent. so pretty good. One namaste. All right. <laughs> My next thing is achieving things I thought would take much longer, because who doesn't like getting something they wanted in a shorter time period? I Heck mean, yeah. come on, that's that to me is a bonus. And then my last thing, I mean, there could be more. I don't know. It's This is a tough question. It is a hard question. Is actually. having my visions of activities going as planned because yes. I, I think that's cool where it's like my vision aligned with what the universe was going to have happen. That's an excellent idea. I, I, I love that. Like that to me makes me happy. So it's like, if I thought, you know, I'm about to just go and actually fall asleep and I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really great. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes that doesn't happen, but when it does happen, it's like, yes, it happened as I expect it. Mm-hmm. Question number eight, is it easy to be happy? I think that depends on the person. And then it also depends on their environment and who raised them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I mean, it's easy. So this is such a biased question. So I can say for me, yeah, it's easy to be happy, but look where I am. I'm not 
in like a war zone, right? That I think is really hard to be. Mm-hmm. Your life is in danger and you're constantly on the run. Then it's a lot harder to be happy. So this question, I mean, personally, contingent on circumstances. Yeah, because yeah, other because there's some some cases where no, it's not that easy because first you're going to make sure you survived and you're not in the wrong place at the wrong time. So it, it really depends on the person, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I would agree. It's a yes and no for me, definitely. It depends on, again, are they working on their own personal curated happiness regimen for themselves? And also, it, similar to what you're saying, what are these external factors that we deal with? We all have external factors that we deal with. Like, for us, it's not happenstance that we move 2,600 miles away from our home in New York. We <laughs> eliminated a lot of extra drama, a lot of extra stress, a lot of extra obligations that did not bring us happiness and joy. No offense. <laughs> okay. uh, but however, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> and it's a lot easier for us to curate a life in, a, a, in our days and our holidays and all that stuff with you and me <laughs> and not have to deal with other people or other things. And that might sound harsh, but it's a reality. Like if certain things bring people joy and certain things don't. And for us, we are definitely a kind of people who want less drama, less, <laughs> less uh, in focus of others and, and focusing on kind of just calmness and peaceness and wellness and success and just like, that usually does not mean a bunch of Caribbean people screaming at the top of their lungs in a room. Like that's just to extend like too much. But remember you take the drama in your media instead. Oh gosh. Yeah. I love a good Caribbean. So don't act like you don't like the drama. It's just, you want to control the drama that's coming at you. Yes. I want to press play (laughs) and pause. All right. um, It's enough of that. Let's get back to (laughs) what's going on. If I can watch a, just a Caribbean or Jamaican TikTok, that is enough Jamaica for me. Like, big up, big up. Yes, that's it. But I do not want to go and have to actually sit in a room and have to deal with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Question nine. What are things that don't make you happy? Oh, child. Speak of the devil. <laughs> Judgmental people. Uh, and I, like I said, I'm currently working on my own levels of like reducing my judgment so that I too am not throwing glass uh, like stones in a glass house so that and I find because judgmental people put pressure on people and people don't understand people never know what someone's you never know what someone's dealing with in their private life and so we have to be really careful about going around and just kind of using our mouths and just saying what we want to whomever we want whenever we want whatever whenever we want and you know people people take their lives people people uh sabotage themselves people do a lot of things based on literally just words so we have to be very careful about how we're interacting with each other and so that i just really hope for the world to just reduce the judgment and that because that does not make me happy another thing is spending time with people out of obligation so if it's my free will that like so like i decide to wake up and go and be with people cool that's awesome. But when I am trying, when someone tells me I need to or I have to without asking for my consent, <laughs> automatically the inner like rebellion in me is That's like, so- I hate this. I don't want to do oh, this. Man. This is the most awful experience of my life. <laughs> I go into that mode. I so get there's no very, go with the flow here. No, I'm trying to work on the release, the release and kind of let the universe flow through me and into me. But I really, that's a childhood trauma that i have to work on but currently i would say yeah whenever someone tries to mandate my time i automatically go to a place of like i hate this i hate everyone i'm very angry right now (laughs) okay and you've seen that you you know what that looks like so there's that uh also being told that i have to think or act in a certain way for the benefit or needs of others again similar to the rebellion thing i don't like i love Free will. Like, I think that that That's to me fine. is something. Free that... will, free consequences. Correct. But when people are like, you <laughs> have free. to do XYZ, that's where I start to like throw them bows. Like, I'm just like, nope, nope. Don't tell me who to be or what to be in this world. You can talk to me about who I am and maybe present scenarios as to what wh- and help me come to terms with how being me can create more issues. But to demand and mandate that I be someone else. Is that's a no bueno, no, like, 
no, not happening. That's a hard no pass. Hard pass for that. Also, not being my authentic self, that doesn't make me happy whenever I have to pretend to be someone else. That's challenging. And, you know, that's a challenge I think we all face because we all, we've talked about this on the show before, having different masks. Yeah. And so, like, who we are on our, in our jobs, who we are in with our friends, who we are with our family, we all have different masks that we wear. And it's rare to be able to have a person in your life where you don't have to have a mask on with. Uh, so whenever you have those people or pe- even just one person, hold on to that dearly, uh, because I find that most of us are just the Joker and we're just different masks, different costumes, different cards in our hands. It's very disturbing. Dealing with negative or toxic personalities. So for people I no longer speak to or people I spend very little time speaking to, it's very intentional, guys. Like, get the point. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's because they're like people never. There's a thing on social media I saw where people were like, no one notices. Everyone notices when you stop talking to them that they never notice the behavior that made you stop talking to them. Right. And so that's where I'm at with that. Like, how would you know? I mean, that, exactly. Because most negative people are we detectives people, now? <laughs> that's we should be. You know, like people Mama are detectives. They say, you know, I saw that that one day mm-hmm. she didn't speak to me at this one hour. So mm-hmm. that's it was kind of strange. And then she mentioned those words. Words in that order, like I mean, like how would people know, I know people your behavior? People are such narcissists that they don't spend the time thinking about the interactions with others. Is it narcissists, or is that we have so many inputs, we kind of prioritize what's important in our life? Addressing it, but I would call it narcissism. I don't think it's narcissism. There's so much stimulus in the environment. That's true. It's like, like really, how many? We're not even if we were computers, we need like an infinite amount of freaking storage to store everything that's coming. Space <laughs> to deal with our lives a hundred percent. That's why we're constantly forgetting things. Yeah, there's too many things that are going on, and we have to decide what's important and what's not. Yeah. And so what we do is that's why I know you hate it. That's why we classify things because it makes easier to kind of like process ideas. We don't have to like. Yeah, I mean, it's not that I hate it. It's just that it, it's scratch. very stifling. And I know you if hate you that. Create though. Well, again, I love free will, right? So anything yeah. that infringes upon free will is, is to me, I would deem as toxic. <laughs> and and it, it's stifling because it stifles creativity. When you tell someone they can only be one thing, when you tell, I mean, so much of who well, I that's am all lies, and my yeah. discovery and of who say I that. am was because I was told I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. I, I'm too fat to do this. I'm not pretty enough to do this. I'm too tall to do this. Like all of those things were my narrative growing up. And so I, I vehemently hate it. <laughs> That makes sense. And, I, so, and yeah. it drives me crazy. So it's just, I'm just like, no. That's a mistake on people. They shouldn't be telling others what they can yeah, like and can't do. Yeah, killing dreams for they, no they, apparent reason. They should tell you what you can do, but not what you can't yeah, do. Because they could be so completely wrong. And then it doesn't, it's and like, why did you people say it? they were completely wrong. And yeah. it's just really frustrating. It's weird. What are additional things that don't make me happy? Uh, not being able to design my day. Again, free will. Wow. I love, love to con- create my day, design my day, or stick to my routine. That's always challenging. And then not being able to explore new things. As you know, I love to experiment. I love to, and don't take that the wrong way, guys. Uh, <laughs> There's only one way that that can be taken. Just, I just need to put that disclaimer out there, just so I don't get weird things in the DM. <laughs> well, they're gonna go back to past episodes and be like, "I see where you want to experiment." Hey, hey, hey! That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> what that polyamorous be doing? <laughs> <laughs> see, you're gonna catch yourself out there. You're the one saying stuff. You're putting ideas in the people's heads. I'm just alluding to stuff. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I keep it 100 I, I don't know what you're doing. No way. I mean, I guess you're being free there. I'm trying to be woke, but you're trying to be free. That's exactly. That's the balance right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being woke, I'm but you're being free there. I'm always trying to be free. And I'm then, trying to be woke. Cause, yeah, so that would be my like last point. Just always trying to explore and try new things, whether it's food, whether it's hair products, whether it's nail polish, clothes, music. Like I just I love to try new things. So there you go. All right. Well, I'll keep mine short and simple, like hey. usual. And mine, my first one is people without integrity. That well, you know, that gets on my nerves. Oh and gosh, yeah. People just say things that they're not going to do. Like I can't stand that. So that's why I hate promises because promises are always broken. Mm. That in my mind, that's what a promise is meant to be broken. I don't like that, and I don't like people who don't have integrity and lie about what they're going to do. The second thing is constant <laughs> complainers. Because complaining, it's, I mean, you can go and complain to the ocean. I think that's a better use of your time because you'll have the same amount of like response. So that to me is not, that doesn't make me happy. 
people passing the blame, that really pisses me off when you mm-hmm. try to say somebody else was the cause of this problem. Mm-hmm. No, don't do that. No. If you don't know why it happened, just let it lie. Don't try to put it on somebody else because you just don't want to take the blame. Just just leave it alone. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. People who use their beliefs to belittle others, I think that's kind of messed up. Uh, you shouldn't do that. Like condescending people? Yeah, but well, but here's where this is the key, though. Their beliefs, meaning I have a belief, and because of this belief, no proven oh, you're statements. Yeah, religious, but there's or political white or, supremacists, yeah, you know, okay. supremacist people. So ideologists who use yeah, who try to say this. I have this belief and yeah. I'm going to use this, and you know, I'm just going to try to put you down. No, I think that's wrong. It's based off beliefs. It's not based off of anything. Okay, it's just a random opinion that was passed down through generations. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So like dogma, yeah, I don't like any type of dogma. That's nice no, that's a no go for me. And the last that I can think of, because I don't want to think of all the things that make me unhappy. I mean, what the Yeah, heck, that's not helpful. Is not being able to immediately get what I want. I mean, that makes me sad sometimes. It's like you think, oh, oh you so know. So you would say you struggle with impatience too then? No, but well, impatience only in terms of like, oh, you know, I don't have one trillion dollars, you know, then I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> that, it's, okay. That, it's that well. sort of thing. It's like, oh, the, the one trillion isn't in my bank account. I'm sad. But Aww. it's not a it's not a big deal. You just keep going on, right? Hold on, as I get a tissue for you for, for the one trillionaire. Yeah, Correct. It's, it's Correct. a hard it's, yeah. it's a hard thing. I wonder what else you want too. I don't know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I talked about what makes me happy. Okay, okay. So it's that's not too hard. <gasps> Question ten: Who should be invested in your happiness? I think it's only a couple of different entities. Actually, I think it's mm-hmm. you. I think your country. And I think it's your partner or partners, depending on what type of relationships you have. And what type of business or structure you're in. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you, that's what, yeah. When you have multiple partners, you usually have a business structure to keep everybody happy. So I bet. Yeah. That's the, you know, that's all I you're say on that. And when you have a country, hopefully your country cares about your happiness because. That's an interesting point. Wow. I mean, I think they should because that contributes to the country as a whole if everybody's sad in your country or pissed off i think it's a net negative for the country so i think the country as a whole should be at least invested in your happiness to some point that's a great point i've never thought about that yeah and when i say country i'm i'm not just including the government i'm saying the people as well so it's not just like a oh put it on the government has to make nope the people as well (laughs) the people that are living in the country when i say country i mean the entire country government and people and all of it. That is so interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say to my list, I didn't include that, but I, that is definitely, I agree with you and your country for sure. And your partner or partners. Uh, I would also add your friends, uh, people who are really ride or die with you, not just people who call you your friends, but you talk to them like once a year, like someone who you could call oh, wow. in an emergency, someone who you can share a, a deep secret with someone that, you know, you can look at and just like have that kind of vibe and laugh and have joy with. I would say also your mentor, if you have a mentor or coach, those are people that would want to, that should be invested in your happiness. And then of course, I think to make companies work better, your staff and your close coworkers, your teammates, those are people who, if they're invested in your happiness and you're invested in their happiness, coming to work today, to work every day is a much better experience. (laughs) If everyone's like, hey, how are you doing? And if you're like, you know what, I'm not okay. Before going on to anything, how can I help? How can we turn this around, right? Like that type of bonding. You can't say that at a lot of jobs. You can't tell them how you're really feeling. Because people aren't invested in your happiness. That's just like a a, a kind of a phrase that goes out of people's mouths, but they don't really mean it. And that's, it's very symbolic for why people hate their jobs and why people are constantly trying to leave. And because they don't feel like your job should be your home outside of your home. And it's a lot of companies don't operate that way. And if they did, maybe our system of employment would look a little bit different, but you know, that's another episode. Man, I'm sure. That's, yeah. I think your family should be invested in your happiness. Wow. Your family is progressive and interested <laughs> in things like that. For me, I had a realization in my thirties 
where I realized neither of my parents ever really asked me if I was ever really happy, which kind of broke my heart, but also was symbolic to me of just like how little happiness meant, not only in my household that I was raised in, but just like in my family structure, which is also a reason why I always come for a family. <laughs> because I think that that to me is just challenging. Like I admire anyone who has a loving and supportive family, like God bless you and your family. But when you have family who are just like family and name only, it just seems to me challenging. And I, I think a part of that is pe- them not being invested in your happiness because people should ask you if you're happy before they ask you what you've accomplished and how much money you have and where you're, what you're doing. Are you happy? Like, <laughs> I, don't, well, uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had any family member ask me that, like, <laughs> which is depressing. All right. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. All your family needs to be invested in your happiness. Not all, but, but you're immediate. Yeah, I think yeah. your immediate should be. I would. I mean, I would hope so, but we know how that goes. Correct. <laughs> Question 11. Is it wrong to be happy during the global pandemic? So this is challenging, right? Because we have hundreds and thousands of people who've died. How many people have gotten sick at this point and are currently battling this? Our, our current pre- our president is, 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 and the first lady is, is sick with this. So this is a challenging time period. However, I, I would have to say that we still have, where there's good, there's bad. And where there's bad, there's good. You still have to be able to be, have, like you said, have moments of happiness. Even though the pandemic is awful and it's scary, it would be unreasonable to expect people to just suffer with no happiness in sight for the duration of this pandemic. Because what if this pandemic lasts for six years or eight years or 10 years? You're saying we're just all going to walk around like in an Edgar Allan Poe, like poem, and we should just color ourselves in black and white. Like it doesn't make any sense. So yes, we have to, that's not realistic. It's not sustainable. We have to, we have to have moments of happiness. Now, if you're like, I'm living my best life all day long. I mean, God bless you. Like if that's where you're at and th- and this has brought new opportunity for you and your life is a new blessing, do you. Like I've had a lot of joy during this time period myself. Uh, do I spout all about it? I don't I don't know if I would say that. I think I, I try to inspire other people to, to see the happiness in their life. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, that's. It's you. Should, you can be happy, but you gotta be careful not to belittle others because other yes. people are going through some hard times. And yes. if you're not helping solve that, I don't know if it's great to kind of gloat upon them. Yeah, so just that's true. you gotta be a little bit careful. But I don't think that just because it's a pandemic, you can't be happy. That to me is not the right way to go about it. I don't think your happiness is based off the macro picture. I think it's like I said before, based off the moments that uh-huh. you have. So. You can definitely be happy and maybe certain things are going your way. Maybe, you know, you actually are prospering during the pandemic. And I know there's a lot of haters out there and say, oh, man, how can you be prospering while we're not doing well? But Mm -hmm. we can't. I mean, I don't think that's right to just hate on people. I think that's Mm -hmm. a waste of time. There's nothing to come of that. Yeah. To me, there's nothing to come of that. And as long as they're not trying to go around and say how they were smarter or better than you, then I think that's that's fine. You can be happy. Exactly. Question 12, should your partner make you happy? I think they should. Otherwise, why are they detracting from it? Are they actually your enemy? That's the next question I would ask. I mean, who are, who is this person? Are they a secret agent that's made to, to, to suck up all the happiness out of your life? What, what's the other purpose? That's intense. I mean, they can, I guess what they can occupy your time. And I don't know, like to me that that's a funny question because should they make you angry then or should they give you other emotions? Maybe they can give you other emotions, but I hope happy would be one of them and not sadness and distraughtness and fear, anger. I wouldn't want any of those other emotions coming from your partner. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why are they your partner again? Unless that's what you, makes you happy, I'll then you, there you go. Yeah. So this is, a, <laughs> I think, a two-step type of answer. First, remember, like, if we both agreed, I think we did, which is the idea that, like, it is an inside job, right? Happiness oh, yeah, is definitely. an inside job. So is anyone making you do anything? No. Like, you are happy. Uh, you choose happiness or not, right? So, so like that. you choosing happiness and your partner should be a contributor to why you chose to feel and be happy is, I think, the, the answer I would go here okay. with. Because I see. loving them should definitely make that person, because we're talking about, just so we're clear, guys, people you have entanglements with, people you have, like, some type of romantic relationship with 
this is a person that cannot make you feel happy, but you choose happiness and then they're a part of one of the reasons why you're choosing it. And, and, and to your point that, yeah, like that they should be contributing reasons that make you want to say, Oh, I'm happy. Not, yeah. Wow. This person's pissing me off or wow. This person's making me frustrated or angry more than they're not like more than than they're making you happy. Or this person is Michael Myers. Like that's not good. Amazing. Amazing. You know, you wake up and Michael Myers, standing up over your face amazing this is not the partner you want i don't think so cool question 13 should your job make you happy again uh like relationships nothing's making you happy but i do think it should be a contributing factor and it's definitely an external factor that you should look upon every single day and be able to easily say you know what this makes me more happy than not everyone's job has moments of stress everyone's job has moments of frustration but overall would you say you're happier with or without it if you're not then you know it's time to change your role or change the company or change how you're approaching your role but change would be the immediate necessary action there yeah this is interesting because I think it should, but mm-hmm. technically you can have multiple jobs That's and true. I don't think all of them have to make you happy. I just think as a sum, your job should not detract from your happiness because yeah, if you have multiple jobs, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. nine out of 10 are great, but really 10 out of 10, you love all those jobs. You're just like, you're gangster. Yeah. You have some sort of Zen happiness thing going on. Like that's pretty cool, but. Not actually realistic, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The more jobs you have, I think it's the more likely you can have jobs you don't like. But as long as maybe like one job is makes you really happy, that's, you know, that's what counts. At least I have one job that makes you happy, though, Mm -hmm. or brings some kind of joy. Question 14. How quickly can you be happy? You know, I had to calculate this one. So I busted out a couple equations and I put them together over a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I, what I calculated is it's about five nanoseconds. Why you lying? <laughs> it took a couple of months to like, you know, solve solve these quadratic equations. But I'm going <laughs> to repeat that I meditated today. So. Yes, please meditate. Yeah. Because I, I actually see how I get it down to science though and it's something that we can measure. It's a measurable actual number that You're I came up with. this is not a video podcast because people would see me giving you side eyes. No, that's, yeah, that can't happen. They'd see me sweating too, sweating bullets that this person doesn't believe my equations that have calculated a precise happiness measurement. Airbender. That's, I don't know how that has to do with anything. I mean, what what's Vampire Diaries? We're just going to say different shows. Amazing. Let's just say different shows that the other person Dawson's watched. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say the fastest way to make me happy is humor or content that is like music, film, or TV that I enjoy. Uh, that makes me happy instantly. Yeah. So for instance, if I was upset, I would definitely watch like, Dawson's Creek or Vampire Diaries or One Tree Hill or Titanic or my favorite movie. Like those are ways that make me happier, like instantly. Uh, and, and that, that's, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to put an amount of nanoseconds. With All right. So you don't measure. have a exact measurable nope, time I'm just period. Talk about what exactly gets me to All a right. place of happy. That's, fast. that's a interesting answer. Thank you. Question 15. What are misconceptions about happiness? I grew up thinking it should be easy because when you watch films about people in California, it always seemed like people were just like instantly happy and definitely via our recent trip to San Diego, it seems easy to to be easier, at least to be happier in beautiful places like San Diego. Shout out to SD. That's a wonderful place. Guys visit if you haven't been. Uh, However, that is not true. It's I don't think it's necessarily easy. I think it just... It, it depends on you and how you were raised and your mindset and the external factors you're dealing with. So I think the misconception is that something should come easy because it might look effortless for some. Everyone's journey, especially their happiness journey, is individualistic. So it might take you more work, but it doesn't matter. As long as you get to the, the, the place you're going, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. And I think my misconceptions were that objects and other people can bring you happiness i thought so you had to rely on that you said cash and water flow cars over your body. and hose i'm not you know that 
like I'm not a farmer, so I wouldn't know how to freaking till the land. Like I couldn't do all that. And I never thought that makes I never thought farmers could be happy tilling the so land. You meant WAP. <laughs> Wings and pizza, yeah, exactly. Objects. I thought that objects Waffles could bring you happiness. I know I thought that, but wishes and prayers. <laughs> no, I never thought that could bring happiness. I know so I never back thought to the that. Waffles and pancakes. Yes, and yeah, <laughs> the, the objects. Yes, I thought uh, objects and people could bring you happiness, not these wow. dreams. No, not dreams, not dreams, not dreams oh, and hopes. Dream of <laughs> Wings and pizza. I mean, yeah, we'll call it that. Oh, okay. I mean, you can say that. I, that that's either way. That's not. I, I thought that brought you happiness because just think about it. You're, you're at home. You're, you're Netflixing. You're Netflixing and chilling. You know, There's Netflix. <laughs> or I should say, streaming media to be more precise. Because yeah, whatever you like, you like. And then you yep. think you get your wings and pizza, and then that would make hey, you happy. Hey, hey. That's what, that's what, what I thought. Like? You know, in my in my my young days, that's what I thought. Okay, I thought streaming media. Nonsense. No, I, the nonsense with when the I was young, I thought streaming media what would bring me happiness. Then, <laughs> okay, then. Okay. Oh no, we can't go there. That's okay. a different episode. I would think to discuss yeah. what do How I think I am now. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a complicated question that deserves a complicated answer. To be honest, so question sixteen. <laughs> the best way to go about it. Is there anything that confuses you when it comes to happiness? No, I, I don't think there's anything that confuses me. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that you just have to know that you're not supposed to be eternally content. Like, happiness isn't forever. Mm-hmm. Unless you're living out on your own and no one else is around you and you can just meditate all day. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think happiness should be... It doesn't confuse me. I mean, well, I guess you know what it, but because uh, I'm thinking from my own shoes now, I'm trying to think from other people because mm-hmm. you've told me I've never, I couldn't even understand the concept, but there's people that don't have like hobbies or anything. Yes. So to me, that, yeah, that bo- that's mind boggling and I can't understand it. So that kind of confuses me. If you don't have any ho- hobbies, how can you be happy? So I guess that would be the one confusing thing. But for me, I don't have, there's no confusion when it comes to happiness. I think for me, the biggest confusion I've ever had with happiness is just like how if you invest your happiness journey without, sadly, without more of on you and you and you do it outward and you try to find your happiness more in other people or other things, people change things up on you, right? They can be one way for a certain time period in your life and then flip a script, flip flip the switch and they're a different way or they do something different. And then, so then, you know, you learn from that situation. Yeah. But the problem it. is you were so happy with that person and then that person changed things. And then you're like, I'm not happy with this person. I do not like this person. Well, I, that's extreme. Well, I'm an extreme person. All right. To, to flip <laughs> so like for that. me, I don't like, again, Virgo, we love consistency. <laughs> and so when things like haphazardly change, it's like very challenging for me. And, and so then it, but again, it, like you said, the biggest thing is it's been a lesson in that, that we have to keep that happiness internal and not external because the world will change instantly. And then you're left out here in these streets feeling very much like what happened, bamboozled really. So yeah, just like how, how fast things can change and how, how challenging it is if you if you keep ex- putting your happiness into other things except within yourself. Question 17. Is there anything that is seemingly wrong that makes you happy? So it depends on how you define wrong, right? Like, so if like doing something that is morally corrupt or bankrupt or yeah, that counts. things like that, right? Like, so porn, right? Like some people would say that's wrong. Some people are like, Give it to me every day, and you know. So I well, it think depends, right? I mean, if your porn is watching people eat corn, it's like, is that really you think bad? You're funny, huh? I mean, there's different fetishes. We talked about fetishes. There's fetishes of all sorts. Yeah, I wasn't referring to that type of pornography. That is porn, still correct. That's what's funny. Porn is very. I was thinking massive. more about that WAP style porn. <laughs> oh, wet corn. That's nasty. You nasty. Uh, yeah, wet corn. Yeah. You're, you're nasty. Wet corn. Ugh. I wouldn't keep calling I'm your wife nasty that. on a podcast. No, but you're talking about wet corn. That's just Please like... stop saying those oof. words. <laughs> I know. Now you're thinking about it. Isn't it like it's making you feel a certain way? Cool. <laughs> it's very different. 
I will I'm say. I'm not even gonna continue. <laughs> All right. Well, you brought it up. See how you try to you dig into some deep stuff there. I don't know. You dig these weird holes, and I just fill it. That's all I'll say. And it's not in no dirty way. It's literally in the way I said. I know you're trying to take it that way. No, it's not. There's no innuendos there. Just talking about digging a, a dirt hole. Digging a dirt hole and filling it. No, filling it with the water. And then you'd know. Then there's nothing you can take from that. So you're just, that's on you. That's on you, yeah. I described exactly what I was saying. Answer that question. <laughs> you want me to answer the question after the way you've been acting? Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, mine is, I mean, mine's pretty practical, and I, I think other people, they may feel this way, or they probably don't think about it enough, but it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not alone in this, is that I get happy when watching action movies or playing action games, oh. and I think most of those are inherently violent, so technically, That's if you think morally, I mean, are we morally supporting violence, so... Oh. Are we saying that violence is supposed to make us happy? I mean, Jesus. morally, I know that violence is wrong, but when I, you know, when I have enjoyment from these movies, there's a lot of violence going on, and I get excited and I get happy, yeah. and it, you know, it does all that My stuff. My favorite genre is horror, yeah, slicing yeah. dice. So I'm all there with you. On and the then violence. that, well, but that's interesting because does that make you happy or does it make you scared? Both. Oh, you do get happy? Oh, 100%. Watching Michael Myers kill people, it's very enjoyable. But I'll admit it. I don't get scared. I only get happy from that, too. But I get scared. But you do get scared, too. But you, scared. Oh, you get happy, though. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't know excellent. that. I only get happy. Yeah, but, when he right. stabs people and kills them, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, see? But I mean, that makes us sound I feel, like we're psychos. Though. But that, but yeah, I feel that's seemingly wrong. I, it is I think it. Wrong. I think it's definitely wrong. But and Human beings just, are... Yeah, but we... I mean, we were raised that way, though. No, there's... I mean... Again, you talk about different episodes, talking about are humans actually damned? That's something else. But either way, oh I think we were raised to be just kind of, what is that? Man, I'm forgetting the word. Barbaric? No, not barbaric, but we're kind of just well, we're desensitized. Oh, yeah, we're, no, we we're desensitized, desensitized yeah. against, because the thing is, when we see this violence on screen, we see it, we know like, it's if fake, I saw right? someone in real life being stabbed, that I know, would when that, horrify me well, and hopefully, try to but the, help the person. Hopefully. But if I see Michael Myers killing the person, I know it's in my mind, it's fictional, it's not happening, so it's really like the excitement of how it happens, but in real life, I never want to see anyone hopefully, get harmed. Hopefully, yeah, I that's never want to see want. anyone get harmed, because... That would mean I'd have to help, and I don't want to. Go yeah, you shouldn't yeah. feel you shouldn't want harm towards others. Of course I mean, not. You Never. shouldn't. Never. That, but that even that that's like yeah. People try to say but this is justifiable yeah. harm, right? Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not it's getting into that. <laughs> but yeah, I think inherently violence is wrong, and I mm -hmm. enjoy violence. <laughs> it makes me happy, so that's kind of messed up. I like watching mixed martial arts. That's fun. But you get it. Is it right? I don't know. <laughs> it's, sure. It feels kind of wrong, but I like it still. Question 18. Is there anything you wish you knew about happiness earlier? Well, just the one thing was I wish I knew it came from within. Because mm -hmm. I was always looking for external, like external things to make me happy. I didn't mm -hmm. realize that I can just decide to be happy and I can yeah. see the greater things in life. So I wish I knew that earlier on. That would have made it a little bit easier to be content <laughs> absolutely i also wish i knew that there isn't just one way to be happy uh essentially for me in my mind how it works is i try to create systems for myself so like okay if i do this i know this i enjoy this i'm going to keep doing this and i love to like create regimen and stick to regimen but what made me happy at five might not make me happy at 15 and definitely doesn't make me happy at 34 so there's you know your happiness journey is going to evolve as do the things that make you happy so just i wish i had known that that's it's going to be an ever-evolving list items for myself question 19 should happiness be prioritized more in society yes we need to orient folks to design their careers and lives around their happiness not just things or obligations or societal need that way people would be feeling more content and feel the love and passion for their jobs on a more consistent basis for the lives that they design for themselves. If we, if we oriented things around happiness, not just like status or, or how much money you have or X amount of accomplishments. I, I, so I, my vote is yes there. 
And I just take this on kind of a capitalist approach. And mm-hmm. I think that happiness would actually lead to better productivity. So, mm. hey, if you want capitalism to prosper, sure. I think being happy while producing makes it a lot easier, right? That's true. So, Let's prioritize happiness and maybe people can be more effective at whatever they're doing. Whatever that job is, it doesn't, it makes it a lot easier when you're happy. Imagine if everybody's pissed off doing whatever they're doing, they're going to do a worse job, right? And then you're going to have less production and less sales equals less profits. So <laughs> let's try to make everybody happy as possible. Like, and I mean, this is like, this is kind of like off topic, but. I think that was kind of like the purpose of sports is to help make mm-hmm. people more happy, to be honest. Hitting balls. No, but Catching I'm saying, no, I'm saying like having, having sports and like broadcasting that I think mm-hmm. that that brings happiness to people oh, God, seeing yeah. those broadcasts of sports. Mm-hmm. Like just, just take away all the sports. I think a lot more people would be a lot less happy. Oh, I think our if world we took all the sports to away and the broad, yeah, that'd be crazy. Just, just even if sports were played, but there was no broadcast, you had to go in person to see it. I think a lot of people would be a lot worse off in terms Absolutely. of their happiness. Absolutely. Question twenty: How do you balance your happiness with the happiness of others? I think it's the age-old plane kind of analogy, and it's like when you're on a plane and. Those oxygen masks, they come flying down. You got to put yours on first before you put on others. So if you're not happy, are you really making other people happy? How can you do that? Mm. It, it, to me, it doesn't make sense because it's, it's like I'm pissed off with my life. But, hey, you can really enjoy your life. Just look at the brighter things that are going on. I, I mean, it just seems so fake, and I think people will see through that. So you first need to make sure that you're happy. And then you can kind of help other people get to their happy place. I think that's where it starts first. I don't think you can just jump in and, and figure out how to make people happy. If you yourself are upset or anger or sad with life, complaining, that's not going to work. True that, true that. I definitely agree. I think you have to prioritize your own happiness. Otherwise, who are you living for? Your, other people's happiness levels matter. Your your happiness matters. But if I constantly only thought about your happiness over my own, then like you're saying, I would I would regret that decision, and I would probably live with resentment towards you, which then ultimately and I would pick up on would it. detract from your <laughs> happiness. So it's it's it, yeah. it's futile either way. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't shake out how people think it's going to shake out. So prioritize your happiness every single day over other people's, and then you'll be a better lover, friend, husband, spouse to the other people in your life because you are making yourself happy first. Final question. 21. How does happiness change or evolve for a person? So it's going to be based on your tastes and needs and also what you get exposed to. So for me as a child, like I was obsessed with film and television, which still stands to this time, but for different reasons, right? So I was like all about Rugrats or Doug and uh, what was the all, what say, what was it? The all, the Nickelodeon Say it with your chest. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's the Nickelodeon show that I love all night or oh, what's it? You don't love that show. What's it called though? All that? All that. There we go. So that. You're saying you love um, that? Nick at night, right? Like things like that. But like now I would say I'm obsessed with uh, romantic films, which I was, was as a kid, but I didn't understand what was happening. Now I do. And so like, I'm just really obsessed about it. Uh, so it just depends on your tastes and like what you're exposed to and what, what intrigues you. But yeah, I think life itself and like what you what you learn more about yourself and what you learn about others helps evolve your list of happiness items. Yeah, I think this one's kind of easy to look at. Just look at our consumer products kind of thing because mm. I think consumer products are aimed at trying to make us happy mm-hmm. even though you shouldn't find your happiness in objects. True. You know, you shouldn't, but the example is if you go into just like a superstore of some sort, mm-hmm. you'll find in the kids' aisle, you'll see like a toy piano, and the, you bring your child down that aisle, they're going to really want that toy piano, but you're down the aisle, you don't really care about that, right? You see the the baby grand piano, and you're like, hey, I want that instead. You know, you want the real deal. You don't want yeah. this thing that just makes little blips and lights up and stuff. So that that's why I'm saying your happiness definitely changes depending on your age, because when you're young... It's kind of like you're naive and any sort of 
activity that you see will get you excited. But once mm-hmm. you get older, you've kind of seen that already, and you want something that's more. like harder to get. I think yeah. it's kind of funny. It's it's actually just harder to get because how much more is that? You know that actual full size piano compared to the toy piano that can make all these different sounds. I mean, mm-hmm. technically, you can get an electric piano. It makes just as much sound as the baby grand, but people still pay thousands of dollars for the baby grand piano. So sure. it's it's kind of interesting. I think your happiness does evolve and change, but you know, it's uh, I don't know how real it is, right? It's it really just comes down to the person again. Absolutely. Well, this was quite the episode. We had so much fun uh, essentially talking uh, for a while. <laughs> and really, it's it's that time again. It's the coming to the end of our 163rd episode of Woken Free. Nice. Good good job. Good job, sir. Excelente. Muy bueno. So it, what was this episode all about? We were doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Happiness. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drumroll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing why should you support black businesses? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, we are definitely booked for 2020, but we will be booking for 2021. So go to our Contact Us page and you can hit us up by sharing your story. And that is uh, at WokenFree.com. So you'll find that easily at W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Social media, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok. Guys, we're everywhere. Make sure you do that. The links are also in this episode at WokenFree.com. And then, of course, for any type of collaboration, I say it again, contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Stay happy, y'all.